Welcome to the Waitressing to Wealth podcast, the podcast to gain actionable tips, learn how to build your wealth, and gain inspiration from real and relatable guests on how they've built theirs. I'm your host, Jolene Stone, a money coach. I started my journey out waitressing and $200,000 in debt. I was able to build my wealth and become debt-free in just three years. Your journey to wealth starts now. All right. Welcome, Jen. Jen is the founder and CEO of Joku, a personality-driven copy studio serving multi-passionate women worldwide. She specializes in high-conversion storytelling that amplifies voices so that their brands can become irresistibly memorable and ooze personality, just what you want. Her sole mission is to impact and be a catalyst for women to gain the confidence to show up authentically as themselves and have their stories be heard. Welcome, Jen. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I would love to know your story. I know a little bit about it, but if you could tell our listeners a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so storytelling has always been something that was near and dear to my heart. Um, if you ask my mom, she'll always tell you that she found me in the middle of the night with a, a flashlight under the covers, like reading a book. Um, I enjoyed reading and writing so much. Um, I think mainly because the way that I can express myself kind of it, I couldn't verbally speak it. Like it, I didn't have a voice and, but writing was the best way to express everything. So long story short, my mom was just like, you know, you're not going to make money as a writer. You know, you're going to be a starving artist. It's not the way to go. And so I dropped all of that and decided to go to business school. And I went to get a degree in Uh, human resources management. So I was a professional for over six years, got a certification in SHRM and all that. And it just wasn't aligned with me and something felt wrong, I guess. And I never imagined leaving corporate, I will say. It's just a scary idea. But um, funny enough, I was targeted by a Facebook ad, which shows that copy converts. And it was all about copywriting. And I worked at a digital ad agency. We had a copywriting team there, but I had no clue really what they were doing. I really thought it was kind of the the legal side of things where it's FDA regulations. We worked with pharmaceuticals. So I thought it was kind of like boring writing stuff. And so I discovered this like all about the world of copywriting and I fell in love because it just came so natural to me. And I was like, this is what I'm meant to do, doing what I love while also being able to you know, impact other people to have a voice and to not feel like they have to filter themselves or be a watered down version of themselves. And I know corporate kind of does that, fits you into a box. And the beauty of the entrepreneur space is just that you can be yourself. And actually that's what sells the most, your unique story. And so that's just a little bit how I ended up here. That's amazing. I think it's interesting that so many of us are told this like misconception of our talents can't earn money. The little 
point that your mom made like oh you'll be a starving artist so many of us have heard that and are like deep conditioned like you have to go to school and you have to go on this path and that's the only option so I love that you're you found your voice in the online space it's so amazing thank you so that kind of leads us into a topic that I would be so interested in getting your take on and that is How do you feel being a self-taught copywriter is more beneficial in comparison to copywriters who have a traditional education or corporate background doing that? I think, um, so again, it kind of goes back to that corporate space where you're taught like linear, one way, this is the only path, this is how it's done, this is how it's done traditionally. And I think when you're taught in corporate or in school, you're only taught one specific way and you're kind of preconditioned to think like that's the only way that it will work. And the beauty, I think that when it comes to being self-taught and kind of bootstrapping it yourself is you you get so many perspectives out there and you get to try different things and see what works and find a rhythm that works for you because at the end of the day, you know, you can't apply cookie cutter strategies to every scenario and situation. And so when you make it your own and you know you find your own rhythm and you can really kind of dive into things, any skill and continue to learn and continue to you know really embrace all that and evolve, I think that kind of sets you apart from the traditional like paths that people have taken because they might be doing outdated strategies. They might have a very specific tactic that they use. It doesn't always translate to be the best solution. Yeah. And not even that, but like the innovation and the freedom of the innovation. Cause so many people, when they're taught that way, it's just like the old way is better. And like, so that's amazing. I love that. And so what makes a personality driven copywriter different? I would say I chose personality-driven copywriter because I strongly believe in storytelling. And I think that we as humans, we gravitate to a story because that's how we resonate. It inspires us and it really kind of makes that connection for us to have that trust to move forward and to really kind of be more invested into something. So that like sort of taking your brand story and your background and that is so crucial when it comes to business. Cause I think, you know, we're traditionally taught that you have to be buttoned up. You have to speak a certain way. You can't shine through the way that maybe you really are in person because it's unprofessional or it's not, it's not the right way to do business. And there is no right way to do business. There is no right or wrong way. And it's what feels good to you. So I really gravitated towards the storytelling piece because I feel like it's just so powerful when someone can show up unapologetically as themselves and share vulnerable stories or their background or their experiences and how that has shaped what they bring to the table. And it sets them apart from the competition, from everything. At the end of the day, people buy from people, not businesses. And so it's really important to root down into that. And a lot of the traditional copy is very kind of bland and dull. And I I think it's so important to lean into the pieces that make us us and the human side of things where it's the emotion and kind of feminine energy in that sense, where it's just like lean into all of that goodness and bring it out. And that's what attracts the right people, the right energy, all of that. Yeah. And it makes it so much more relatable. If I can 
like fit myself in your shoes I'm gonna be so much more likely to buy from you and follow you and engage with you and everything like that so that's awesome I love your take on that so I would love to know your tips maybe a top three tips on making your copy a little bit more memorable yeah so I think there's there's actually like the three c's of copywriting that I kind of ground myself in and it's being concise when you are delivering any type of message you don't want to kind of zigzag all the way around you kind of want to make sure that it's short and sweet a lot of people have tons of copy and it's hard to read and people quite frankly don't want to read through essays and paragraphs so make sure that it's concise the second one is clarity make sure it's clear your message is direct to the point like don't beat around the bush because that's kind of when things get lost in translation and always have a clear message a clear goal and why like whatever you're you're trying to get them to do or anything like that whether that's a call to action or anything like make sure that it's very clear and then the last piece is connection i think again we have to root down into that connection piece what resonates is what sells because once we find even a small connection to anything we start paying more attention we're more invested and fills us up with joy to have that you know commonality and to continue to want to learn more versus, you know, someone who sells who there's no connection there. And it's like, well, why should I continue listening or why should I buy from you? So those are the three C's. And that's something I would always recommend when it comes to copy. That's such a good recommendation. So being clear and being concise and then having that connection can create amazing copy, of course. So how do you think that that can boost your business financially or just in general? (laughs) Messaging is, it's what converts. Like I always say like copy and design are partners in crime. And you can see that everywhere. Like you're visually captivated by something when it's aesthetically pleasing or designed really well. But that alone won't help you buy like the words and the messaging that pair with it is what converts. So design captivates, copy converts. And so when you have both of them paired really strongly together and they flow and they work, then you not only, you know, entice people to, let's say, visit your website and it's really, you know, pretty, but if it has bad copy, you're not going to sell a thing. And likewise, kind of, if you have good messaging, you could probably sell something, but if it's not designed appropriately, you'll probably lose people too. So once you have those two together, it's a dramatic difference. And it's funny when it comes to copy, it's like the smallest tweaks in words can make the biggest difference. Like I've seen people who have copy and it's not converting. And the moment you change like a few words around, all of a sudden you could skyrocket sales. It's just because you have to get that delivery of connection and be clear and, you know, cut out things that are not necessary. And once you have that, it's gold. That's incredible. So (laughs) incredible. So I know that you have a little, I shouldn't say little, a big fluffy white dog, just like me. (laughs) Wolfie. Uh, So besides writing, what exactly does your day, a day in your life look like? A lot of what copy is, is doing like research and, you know, diving into the different areas of competitor analysis and all of that. So aside from writing, I have another dog too. I got my dog a dog. Um, So I have have Wolfie who is a Samoyed and he's the big white fluffy guy. And he was 
in love with Shibas every time we went to a dog park. So we got Aww. him a baby brother that is a Shiba and his name is Hachi. And they're like two peas in a pod. I will be honest, like in the beginning, he was kind of like, oh, you're just a friend visiting. And it's like, wait, why aren't you leaving? <laughs> why are you touching all my toys? And now he, I think they have really bonded and grown and it's been just a few months now, but they wrestle like crazy. Sometimes you'll hear it on calls if you're ever with me and they wrestle, but then they also like cuddle and kiss each other. It's really cute. And they're also up to no good sometimes, mischievous. <laughs> like they are partners in crime themselves and they are just in cahoots. So really kind of spending time with them and reading. I, I think it's so important. Like I love reading. And so really kind of just flexing that brain muscle to read and discover new worlds and learn new skills. Podcasts have been a huge thing that I've been wanting to listen to more and kind of just get people's perspectives and their experiences and their stories. It's so huge. And so that's really like all of it. The other side, guilty pleasure is binge watching TV. I am such a sucker for, I will stay there for hours and just power through shows so if you ever want to talk about Netflix shows or anything I'm probably your girl (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing so uh, I would love to hear more about the Oxford comma company or (laughs) the good copy gang could you please tell me more about all these things yeah so I am a partner of the Oxford comma co I joined their collective recently they are a fantastic copywriting studio and they are it's a diverse team of women who are uh, Latinx black Asian queer disabled just any like it's so diverse and it's beautiful and really being able to kind of we lean into that storytelling and being unapologetically ourselves and to you know give a voice to minority and woman-led businesses in that aspect. So um, I just love partnering again with, you know, entrepreneurs in the space that make that impact because that's what matters most to me. And so I am really excited to do work with them as well as grow on my own and just impact and see that impact extend tenfold. It's like really, it warms me up (laughs) so much. Yeah. So if someone was to go to that company or go work with those copywriters in that studio, would they be able to work one-on-one with you as well or? Yeah. So if you wanted to work um, with Oxford Comic Co, you can uh, request me as your writer or you can work with me directly. It's completely up to you, but they have such a diverse selection of writers that are incredible and different, like different services and options. So it's just really nice and they like impeccable service client experience all of that like good vibes only so i'm just excited <laughs> to be part of it sounds amazing so do you have any tips for our listeners regarding your finances maybe something you wish you learned sooner or something in business yeah um entrepreneurship is hard i think that a lot of the the lessons that I've learned the hard way is definitely set your boundaries. And this is not only just for clients, but it's for yourself so that you maintain your sanity. Um, Because we didn't, you know, if you had left corporate, like I did, you didn't leave 
a nine to five to work 24 seven, right? You didn't leave to become a slave to your own business. And I think it's really important to kind of ground in taking it slow and taking rest. Rest is very productive and really kind of just listening to your body and your mental health. It's so important to prioritize that self-care. Um, when it comes to finances, I track everything, like honestly track everything. I think it's so important to make sure you're on top of your numbers, look at cash flow, look at your expenses, see where you're kind of spending the most on and maybe optimize it. Maybe you don't have to spend on X, Y, Z, just really kind of evaluate every decision that you make and kind of make sure that you have that cushion yourself. Rule of thumb for taxes, always save 30% of your income just in case, like taxes could vary. I mean, talk to an accountant. I am not an accountant. So consult a professional for sure. But I always like, I think it's so important to have that 30% saved on the side that it's untouchable. Like don't touch it, put it in a separate account and it, pretend it never existed because that's the best way so that you could prepare for, you know, your quarterly estimated tax payments and all of that kind of stuff. But in terms of finances, definitely track all of it. <laughs> yes, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> That's why I have my business and income expense sheet that you can download. But that's such, those are such great tips regarding boundaries and your finances, all the things. So thank you for those. Yeah, great. So I know about your menu, but I would love for you to tell the listeners a little bit more about the process and how they can access the menu and those details. Of course. So if you want to learn more about the services in detail, you can head to joco.com, J-O-U-H-C-O.com. But to give you a high level rundown of what's on the menu, I primarily work doing brand messaging, website copy, sales pages, and social media content strategy and captions. There are some items off the menu. So if you if you are interested in anything like emails, blog posts, or just an ongoing retainer or anything, like please feel free to reach out and ask. Um, I've done anything under the sun pretty much. And if there is anything out there that I haven't done, I'm always up for the challenge. But yeah, it could range quite frankly to anything from like script script writing all the way to doing a branded newspaper, which is one of my favorite projects that I've worked on. But yeah, that's pretty much like the rundown of that. (laughs) Those sound amazing. So you've heard it here go on over to Jen's website and make sure you check out her menu. They have such cute names, but thank you so much for joining us here today. This was such a great conversation. Yay, I'm so glad to be here. And I just look forward to continuing to listen to all the episodes that you have. It's really an honor. So thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Waitressing to Wealth podcast. To support the show and show your gratitude, we would be so happy if you shared it with your friends and tagged us on Instagram at Jolene Stone. Subscribe so you never miss a valuable episode.